hey you guys happy saturday night yes um i'm not going to be on with you guys too too long this evening or tonight per se but we are going to get into a couple of things you guys know yeah yeah i say the same thing all the time i hate bringing you guys bad news but i gotta bring you the news anyway but like to hear it here it goes okay in the entertainment world we pretty much had three losses so far so let me start from let me start from past up until recent most of you guys probably don't know or do know suzanne douglas i mean she pretty much did television and movies she did taps with gregory hines her her prominent role was on the parenthood with robert townsend you guys probably saw her play you know uh play the 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 sisters well two uh, two sisters pretty much one in the parkers and one in how stella got her groove back she recently passed on july um july 5th previously i mean well back uh, about two or three weeks ago she pretty much you could say died from a a warm of a rare form of cancer at the time of her passing she was 64 years old <clears throat> last week or shall i say earlier this week um you guys also remember actor charles robinson i mean he's done he's been on the television show we all we probably grow up grew up with pretty much night court um his recent appearance was on um raven's home i think he played the owner of the barbershop or something like that he passed away he unfortunately i think he died from a a, sep a septic septic shock or something else he was 75 at the time and just yesterday we also learned about we also learned about you guys know him well you probably don't know his real name but his real name is um marcel theo hall we all know him lovingly as biz marquis he also passed away yesterday at the age of 57. You guys know Biz Marquis. He pretty much is, they call him the Prince Clown of uh, rap music. We also know he did a lot of things with his, ma with his mouth. He was kind of like, you could say, um, like, like Dougie Fresh is. He was a beatboxer in his own right and, uh, and things of that nature. But um, yeah, it's very ironic with, with the passing of him and DMX. I think both of them pretty much passed away on a Friday. If you ask me, I don't know why as of lately or how weird it may be when people pass. They usually pass on, it's usually, they usually say when people pass, it starts the beginning of the week and ends the week. I don't know. It's just irony to me and it's kind of creepy. But yeah, they both passed away on a Friday. But pretty much condolences goes out to their families and to the fans and to friends and stuff of that nature. We never, I mean, you never know when death is coming. And it's very sad and it's unfortunate. But um, lately, lately it's been a slew of people leaving. A slew of entertainers. It's just been horrible. In my opinion, just horrible. But um, yeah. Also on also on this episode, we're definitely gonna of course we have to do our summer our summer songs. Hello. Why will we not do that? Then also I wanted to get into it about you guys about certain singers and I pretty much their singing. How they sing how their how their singing is different and we wish we had that back now because it's far and few when it comes to music these days and I don't care. That's common opinion, it's my opinion, I don't care. Come fight me because it's true.
it's in the assets try me but anyway so on this countdown we're definitely gonna get started with it we're gonna just roll right into it number five we got smooth yeah 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 y'all remember her with mind blowing and you just been played and all that good stuff but no this track right here definitely you could say a summer anthem well i wouldn't say a summer anthem but it's mellow smooth <laughs> and it's just a, it, I can't even say it's a bop it's a song that you could play late at night strawberries cute cut came from her I think third album called reality I play it all the time I don't care it's a classic it's a throwback so what I play it all the time so what alright number four you know I'm going with an immature joint right so what I respect their body of work. I mean, whatever has happened, they're going to go down for it. Whatever went down. But it don't take away from... <sighs> it don't take away from the music. But in particular, you got to kind of, you know, steer that with a bright eye and a mindset. But anyway, Bring Your Loving Home from their 1997 album, The Journey. Yes. Didn't know that was... Didn't know that was Batman singing up in there, didn't he? Went real high pitchy with the, with his voice. I was like, that threw me off a little bit. But it's definitely something you could rock to. It's definitely something you could play. You can play anytime you want to. It's definitely a, a mellow out song. It's a cool cut. It it gets straight to it, and, and it, it gets straight to it, and then some. Just saying. Number three. Number three. I'm sorry. A little little laps in between here so let me let me get to thinking i'm i'm still like brushing out these songs okay tag i hate when i lose my train of thought i'm sorry you guys i hate when i lose my train of thought so we gonna skip over number three and we just gonna go right on to jump into number two okay jumping into number two of course we have um montel jordan it's not what you think this ain't how we do it no that ain't the one thank you some for the honeys is cute too that's a summer cut i mean this this song pretty much didn't get too much rotation and didn't get too much but i i i i still think it's a cool song so i don't i don't mind it it's a definitely a summer cut you can play it anytime you want to it's no bother for me now we're gonna jump back into number three sorry i'm a little skipping around a little bit bear with me okay number three's cut that you can say is a summer jam for myself <laughs> definitely would be oh man i don't want to get to number one and we just missed the number oh god i'm sorry you guys i gotta take a little moment for this one number three what would i do what would i get what would i do Oh man, and I've had I had it right on the tip of my tongue too, so this is embarrassing. I'm live with you guys, and I'm not getting the number three song in my head real quick. Okay, oh, <laughs> got it. Okay, this one right here definitely comes from definitely on one of the female groups i will say that we'll do that too so what i definitely have to throw this in here because i haven't heard i wouldn't say i haven't heard from them but i'm not sure if they're really together together but it has to be totals kissing you yes that is a definitely a summer song it's definitely off their second oh no 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 
okay it's off of one of their albums it's not the second album i think it's the very first album back in 96 96 or 95 if i'm not mistaken it yes definitely definitely a cute cut the video is also quite interesting as well so you could definitely play that that's a that's another classic song that you can definitely play during the summertime or anytime but that pretty much for me that is a summer cut so what now we're getting into the very we're getting into the uh we're getting into the top one well number one of course and of course the number one would have to be for me of a summer of a summer song no pun intended queen be herself yes miss kim <laughs> oh yes she has no time for y'all yes this record is classic 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 this pretty much came out back in 96 with her first debut album oh yes let's hear it clap it up speaks for itself but it was definitely it i i would say it this is beyond a bop you can put that on right now and you still go for you still get into it so definitely it's definitely a summer cut it definitely has its own thing going on so definitely so that's my five summer jams of course you know next episode we're gonna have some new ones of course of course new ones new ones all right okay let's get in let's get into it a little bit real quick on this on this topic when it comes to singers male or female you pretty you pretty know you pretty much know or don't know what type of singing what type of melody what type of what type of lyrics or how is that going to appeal to you being the audience that's listening but let's say for example with certain singers you they have they have a they have a factor on how they sing like let's let's use one for example let's use one for example with Tony Braxton, you already know that you're going to get that baritone type of voice. That husky kind of deep voice with her singing. And she'll go a little bit high. Depending on whatever song. What, I wouldn't say whatever song. Depending if it's an up-tempo, a slow ballad, or a mid-tempo song. So you're knowing, you're knowing already when she starts singing or opens her mouth, you either going to get kind of a low type of voice or you're going to get her singing high or her coming up into singing of the climax of the song or whatever, whatever, like I say, whatever the song may be, whether it's a ballad and a ballad, you know, she's going to go from probably low to high and an up-tempo and an up-tempo or I would say an up-tempo or mid-tempo song, you know she's going to stay right there at the base. So, you expect her never to go beyond what her voice can carry her for. And even though she's a good singer, I'm not saying that she can't sing. And that she needs songs to kind of keep her voice on balance. No. And when you say, and when you think of that, you think of singers that have that signature, that signature singing, that signature voice, or that signature sound that you're so used to hearing. Same thing for my girl Brandy, no pun intended. She has that, she can, her voice can go deep and her voice can go high, depending on whatever song she sings. But for me, <coughs> she can sing anything and now with her voice, and now with her voice, she's done, she finds with scale ranges to do it 
if you notice on her albums, she pretty much finds the niche that she can sing and kind of goes a little bit higher than, I wouldn't say higher than she, her voices, but definitely high. And I think as an artist, you have to test your voice sometime. And with growth and with albums come and with albums that you're doing, you have to really kind of, I wouldn't say trick your audience, but let your audience know that as you grow, your voice grows too. So that's definitely one cool thing. With, that's definitely a cool thing with her. and a, uh, That's definitely a cool thing that she's done with her voice. You don't always... You always will know if Brandy can stay in the pocket or come out the pocket. So it's always you have to expect the unexpected with her. Because she's going to go somewhere with her voice that pretty much you'll be like, what now? Okay. Another voice that you really don't hear often and you've heard... You've heard back will definitely be Stephanie Mills. With Stephanie Mills's voice, her voice has a growl. And you have certain singers that growl. When I say growl, it's a it's kinda like that. But it's a growl to it. A little you know? A little Earth a kit, but a little growl to it. So Stephanie Mills is one of those one of those artists that you can hear her going going growl. I wouldn't say growling as a nah, but growling as in singing to the point where she can her voice goes up. But it's a growl. And I think it's cool if you can growl in your music a little bit. And then you have some and then you have even other song ballad, even other balladeers, I can say like Vesta. Vesta can take her voice high. Um Phyllis Hyman you know she can go high but her voice is kind of like a reassurance we also know that Patti LaBelle can go high we know that Aretha can definitely go high on her voice so you have these you have these women that you have these artists that can go higher in the voices that they can carry then you also have the you also have certain singers that have that whistle register let's be clear about that we can't forget that we have Mariah we have Denise Williams. We've had um, Minnie Rippleton. We've had Shanice. Mostly, I don't know that Shanice can do whistle register. We even had, um, there's another artist I know that did whistle register in her voice too. Um, I also think Tamar can also do a whistle registry in her voice as well. Yes, I think she also can do that as well, which is definitely rare. It's definitely rare. I'm sorry, rare. And also, Jennifer Hudson gets gets. Okay, okay. With Jennifer Hudson's voice, Jennifer Hudson's voice is definitely is definitely big. When I say big, when I say big, I don't mean that in the sense of size. I mean that sense of variety. Because when she opens her mouth, it's like, wow. And I mean, she can go right there. I'm not saying it takes her to get to the climax. No, 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 no. She opens her mouth and that's that. With um, other artists, you have art. Uh, I can also say with Whitney Houston. Her, her, her tone, her range, her pitch is big. It's definitely, it's definitely soulful. But she can definitely go up, go up, go up. It comes out sweet, it comes out velvety, it comes out rich, but she can go up high and, you know, stuff of that nature. Um, as far as 
the male artists are concerned. When we think of big voices, we think of we think of when we think of big voices, definitely we have to go with Luther, we have to go with Freddie Jackson, we have to go with Gerald Levert. Um soulfulness, soulful voices that kinda can stay there a little bit, but is interesting. You can say Brian McKnight. I can also say that Bilal, yes, Bilal, a lot of people have slept on Bilal, yes, 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 you have, Wake Up, and Maxwell, for me, they have that, as you can say, that falsetto voice, that falsetto voice for a guy, which their voice can either go like this, something of that sort, but a little bit higher, also with Prince, he can do that too. The falsettoness. I would even go with Michael too. I would even go with Michael too. Yes, the falsettoness in their voices are definitely interesting, and they could probably go like this. Blau and Blau and Prince do that too. They can go falsetto in like 60 seconds and take it down like this, like real bass, 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 bass voice, not baritone base so you're like what um okay also on the male section also um oh wow i'm probably not i'm probably not saying all the male singers are right now i'm just probably giving you guys a general overview about how the signature sound would be for the uh, for artists and stuff of that nature i'm i'm thinking of that sort but even i would even say with probably i would say mm, not even of r&b today because i can't even think of certain artists i mean her she sings right there in the she sings right there i wouldn't say on the cusp or in the pocket but she sings right about there with um chloe and holly their voices can definitely rise a bit. But, you know, that's here nor there. That's here nor there. And there's other artists like Summer Walker. I've heard her. She's she's okay. Um, Tiana Major 9. I've heard, I've, I've heard of her, but I haven't seen her. I haven't heard her voice or stuff on the radio. I will say this, though. I will say this. And this is... And this is in my opinion, and like I said, y'all, you guys, not even saying y'all, most of y'all probably will not agree with me on this, and this is just, it is what it is for me. To me, you know, the statement that R&B is dead, I'm not so sure it's alive either. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. Because with R&B, it's been sectioned off into Neo Soul, it's been sectioned off into House, it's been sectioned off into hip-hop. It's been sectioned into many different categories. And I'm going to say this, and I don't care who agrees with me. To me, R&B is R&B. I don't care how many when you ways you, how many other categories, subdivisions, whatever you want to call it. To me, R&B is R&B. You're telling something soulful. you having strings, instruments, voices, band, a beat, a rhythm, a rhyme, whatever. It's still R&B to me because it's going to be carried on stations. It's going to be carried through the audience. It's going to be carrying on streaming. Everywhere you hear it, radio stations, whatever you want to call it. 
R&B is R&B to me. And previously, I'm going to say from the 80s or on, early up, okay, we can't even go far back as R&B. We can go back to the 1950s. But I'm going to put it in perspective. Between the 80s and the early 2000s, or I could say mid 2000 probably 8, 9, 10. R&B has been flooding the radios, especially in the 90s, because you had so, you had a large cesspool, cesspool of artists coming. I'm not saying coming, but artists out. Take your pick. You've had them in every category from R&B of the world of male and female come out. And it was good stuff too. It wasn't stuff that it wasn't stuff that you was just ugh. It was taking time in the studio and it was taking time to be on like remember the t- I say you for you guys that don't know this. Remember the tapes that used to have like the snippets of the songs that you could hear first before they came out or before they made it to radio or before they went to the stations or before you bought the album. You get like a little snippet. I mean, songs today are not pretty much that done that way anymore. You probably hear them on the radio, and then sooner or later it comes out on like streaming services, and you're like, "What is this?" And then you recognize from past records and past recordings and past things of what artists did that they took more time in the studio. You kind of follow through what they were trying to do, and you pick up on the melody, and you pick up on the rhyme and stuff. And it's like now. You don't get it it's, it's not gotten and it's not much that's being uh, you know it's not too much artists out now it's just not and uh you know the music industry is quite interesting i'm gonna say it like that it's quite interesting the stories you hear <laughs> the stories you hear and the things the stories you hear and the things that's there you just you shake your head it's 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 not as glamorous as it may seem. It's not as glamorous as it may seem. Because pretty much in the industry, you have to really put up a fight. Like, not even trying to be funny. You have to... I think what these artists go through is crazy. You have to really seriously put up a fight. And then sometimes almost sell your soul. And that's, ter- and that's terrible. And that's terrible. And the people you think are in your corner are <laughs> are probably are more than likely not we can't even say probably they're not they're not they're not they're ready to see you fail and then they're gonna move on or they're gonna move on or or either drop you like a bad habit it's terrible it's just terrible it's just terrible but you know for the next episode we're definitely going to um we're definitely going to kind of pick up this and probably see more artists the more artists I probably left out and didn't forget I probably forgot to tell you and do their little signature thing but this I wasn't going to be with you guys long uh, long at this particular time but I will but um also speaking of doing things dirty and people having dirt done to them and the point of Britney Spears definitely she pretty much has been firing off quite a lot (laughs) it's been very explosive but um the truth is the truth and if she's making it and if she's telling the truth then hey folks need to listen because her fans 
have been free have been have been hashtagging free Britney the whole dang time. So now, you know, things are coming to a head. She's not really dealing with her family. She's pretty much um found her a new lawyer. Pretty much everybody that surround that surrounded her either quit, backed down, or, you know, resigned. So, um, she's pretty much taking taking it in her own hands and doing what she has to do. Um, also you have, you know, certain people on her thing talking about she needs to dress up and go back to work and go back to dance because you know she's pretty much on her handle she's been dancing she's been dancing she's been dancing and it's been it's, it's been her signature she's been dancing her whole life it's been her signature and you know folks got something to say and she pretty much fired on all four cylinders back so um it's just a sad situation but hopefully hopefully this conservatorship will She'll do what she has to do to get that out, out of here so she can take control of her life back. And um, her fans just need to keep on supporting her, keep on rallying behind her so um, she can get her life back because it's, it's, it's just sad. She's, she's, she's a grown woman, a grown woman. <laughs> Not even a little grown woman. No, she's a whole grown ass woman and for this to be continuing you know at the end of the day they always say that and not to be funny there's a there's a lot more celebrities in the celebrity world that are are in a conservatorship and you'd be surprised and i think i'll be looking into information for that because that's uh that would be interesting to tell because you know everything is hush hush shh, 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 in the industry and it shouldn't be hushed no one should be under someone's thumb unless unless they have to be but if they're pretty but they're pretty much capable of handling things from day to day then they shouldn't be under conservatorship that's just my take but you know we probably will never find out the Ichu hollywood story but we're getting pieces of it so again i wish her all the best continue make hopefully like i said hopefully i don't i wish her all the best no hopefully i wish her all the best and may her fans continue to support her and that's just what it is so, I think that's all we've got. I think that's all I've got for you guys. Quickly, right? <laughs> but anyway, you guys, I'm out like a 747. I will see you on the next episode. Stay safe. Later.